everyone. This is Milo. I just have a quick announcement for everyone. As you may have noticed, last week there was no new episode. We are going to be moving to a bi-weekly uh, podcast instead of being a weekly one. Part of that is because this entire show is just run by me and Hannah. And with life getting busy, it's gotten hard for us to be able to record a new episode, edit everything that needs to be edited for it, and post it up so that everyone can listen to it on Mondays. So going forward, we're going to be moving to bi-weekly to hopefully be able to make it so that we are still putting out the same great content and that we're not losing anything from that. Hopefully one day in the future, we'll be able to move back to weekly, but right now with just the two of us, it's gotten a little bit hard for that. But we want you to still be able to know what's going on, so we want to record this message for you all, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Thank you. Lucy, the one, the only. Uh, so Lucy is one of the players in our game, uh, and we wanted to bring her on to have her talk about her experience with D&D, kind of how she got into it, uh, and a little bit of the deep dive that she's gotten into since starting. You got me hooked. I'm addicted. <laughs> you truly are. It's almost concerning. Yeah, but I feel like that happens a lot. Like, once you get into it, you're like, oh, I have to, like, learn things and, like, do more... Every group is going to have that one person who's, like, super into it. But am I supposed to be dicing up books and snorting it snorting it like cocaine? Please don't. Those are expensive. I, I mean, mean, if you want to buy them? your own books, I guess you can, but I don't oh. think you could do it for very long. I'm just going to say, Milo, don't look at your books. I think that's how you <laughs> I'm joking. I swear I to God. $50 books. For context, if you've heard us answer any very hyper-specific questions, those have been Lucy's. I know, it's because my questions are amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we have some more of them in the uh, in the email that will be answered in a different episode, but we wanted to kind of like get into things aside from that while we actually have her here on the show. Is she a crazy bitch? It's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question number one. Is Lucy a crazy bitch? Yes. Yes, yes I am. Summon of, demons. Probably definitely one of the more chaotic members of the party. <laughs> I feel like the most. I would definitely say overall, like on average, definitely the most chaotic, but other people definitely have their moments. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like Sage last session. Oh, that was awesome. So, to start it off... Talk a little bit about, like, how you got into D&D. Like, I know that this is kind of really your first campaign and everything, but, like, other knowledge that you've had, like, why you wanted to play. Um, the, the why. I know it just seems fun. You get to do random silly shit, and it's a math thing. It's kind of like, um, it's not, like, crazy math specific is what I've read about those previous iterations of this game yeah. where they were like a sheet of paper that you have to spend like 50 minutes figuring out what the fuck is going on but it's not too bad it still has the aspect and then you get to plan and i love planning and doing silly shit and then seeing people role play some of the stuff especially on like tv it was like oh yes oh yes i think that you would enjoy dming if you enjoyed the math and the planning aspect yeah, I've been I've actually been using Excel to plan stuff out for one day making a one shot that makes everybody suffer. Oh god. 
you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I will be God in that game because and, I will be the DM. And, you know, one-shots, <laughs> you really can kind of do a little more of whatever you want just because of the fact, like, you have a bit more free reign. Oh, just know it's going to be ridiculous and I'm going to be the terrible DM who's just like, you know what? If it sounds cool, fucking go with it and then we'll just go from there. You will yeah. absolutely abuse the shit out of being a DM. Oh, yeah, sure. of course. Yeah. I, I, did, did Milo tell you about one of my plans with a, a level one goose that just, anytime you roll a nat one, the goose will come around to buck with you? It's not a magic goose, but if you cast detect thoughts on it, it's just going to be this malicious hatred for the party, and all it does is fuck with you and make life inconvenient. I don't like that. <laughs> You know, but I love it. I gotta think of a a really cool name that's also a pun for for this. uh, Oh, natural one. Uh, Uh, Name of the goose. Not good. (laughs) Milo's staring at me like he wants to stab me. We can come. We can we can brainstorm some goose puns, but I don't think that's. I think that's the winner. Because it's a natural one. No, I get that. But I'm trying to make something funny. Puns aren't supposed to be funny. They're supposed to be punny. Everybody knows this. Well, they're supposed to be good. Oh, none of my puns are good. You've known me long enough now. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about food. Tell us about kind of... You don't have to reveal any like backstory stuff that other players in the room may not know, but reveal what you would like about food. Well, I didn't really have any plans going in with Fo. I, I like to use foo, fo, and foul all interchangeably just to fuck with people. I don't know if any of you have noticed that. Sometimes it's fo, sometimes it's foul, sometimes it's I think it's we've all noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to, I like to add the spice of chaos because I'm an agent of chaos and that just makes life fantastic and wonderful. At some point I want to see you attempt to play a lawful character. I don't even know what that means. Well, I do know what that means, but I don't even know what lawful means. I have to follow rules and care about things. I mean, pretty expressly, but those can be fun characters to play with because the rest of the party has to get around them. Yeah. So if I were like a lawful neutral, or neutral lawful? Lawful neutral. Lawful neutral. Uh, it would basically make y'all's lives like like hell, kind of like how Sage did with the... Not necessarily. We had a campaign where... Elizabeth was lawful good, right? Yeah, our lawful good. Mm. And it was helpful because she was good at, like, talking to people and kind of getting on people's good sides. And then it was also just funny to do stupid, crazy shit and try to get it around her without her finding out. Like, it added a fun little dynamic to it. Like, Gregor and his not be- his lack of belief in magic, where we had to, like, explain things, or, like, if we were making a plan and we are going to use, like, spells... What do you mean? You're going to do what spell? Magic's not real. Well, you see, it's this, this, or that. It was more oh. of like not explaining, of just leaving certain details <laughs> yeah. of our plan. A lie of omission. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> like, in character, did she ever learn that y'all had murdered another party member? Nope. <laughs> nope, she did not. <laughs> A little murder never hurt anyone. Well, it only hurt them. Yeah. I mean, they're not hurting anymore. They're dead. Yeah, that's true. See? And it was better for everyone that they were dead. Yeah. 
I can't complain. So the, my plans for Foe are to now that I know how the game works and like more, it's I'm gonna be drifting away from a self insert because I honestly was just pulling stuff up from my own back history because I hadn't thought anything through. Like when I forgot who it was who asked, like, what is it that your patron wants? And I was like, patrons can want things. Yeah, I remember that. I guess here's what I want to know, since you've recently kind of retooled your whole character, I guess mm -hmm. what motivated those changes, what changes you made, like what you're going to be kind of doing with this character now that you've made these changes. So I wanted to be more, I've noticed that like previously, um, I was just pulling things out from like, oh, this looks cool. This looks awesome. And then I would just pull that and be like, all right, I'm going to use this. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really have a focus. So that's why like um, my flock of familiars were like essentially the go-to spell for everything. Like literally everything that we had. Flock of familiars. Flock of familiars. In your defense, they were very helpful and necessary okay. and we all used them a lot. Yeah, like, we, we all end up with like that one spell that is like the when in doubt. I mean, isn't that just what Eldritch Blast is for yeah, every look. single user It's ever? like, oh my god, and then I started blasting. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. But then as I, like, learned more, I was like, oh, well, this is a really cool, like, thing that I'm reading. And I passed up on it because I'm a dumbass. And there's nothing wrong with being a dumbass. I am, like, the greatest of dumbasses. I can stumble my way through all types of shit. Just look at what the flock of familiars repeated. <laughs> like, familiars, 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 like Danny DeVito, but without the blasting. I, I think that it's a very, like, interesting thing seeing how someone's characters change from, like, what their first character was as they start to, like, learn more and get a little more, like, explorative with, like, what they're creating. Well, that's also why I took the chance to do the lunch scene with y'all, because I thought it was hilarious, especially how, uh, or I guess dinner scene. It was dinner. Yeah, where Sage capitalized on our craziness to be like, I'm going to go sneak out to eat somebody, essentially. That was a lot to deal with. <laughs> I am, yeah, I, I don't know what to think about that scene. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. <laughs> it was very funny, and I like how they stealthed away, but, like, realistically, they both could have just gotten up from the table and left, and none of us would have realized or cared oh, because yeah. we were so caught up in our own bullshit anyways. It's like... I understand y'all snuck away. You didn't have to do that. Yeah. You could have just gotten up. Well, especially since Gregor and Maggie are already knocking boots. So, like, if they had just got up and walked away, it would have been like, oh, they're going to go fuck. And yeah. then I would have continued to telepathically be like, how do you pronounce it? Is it Arreus? 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 Uh, Dami Mommy says hello. Okay, Dami we have Mommy to stop her Dami Mommy. <laughs> it makes her so much less appealing. <laughs> I just, um, I didn't have anything to go off of because I hadn't planned that part out yet. Yeah, because I didn't just decide to make that up on the spot. I'm like, okay, we're going to see <laughs> what you're saying here. Yeah, because I didn't, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't, I didn't even think y'all would yeah, ask yeah, these you questions. You brought it up. I know. You it up I thought it would just. Plan. I just thought it was gonna be like a oh shit That's moment. That's never how it goes. I noticed. I noticed that now. So, with like your new pact with Arreus, how do you plan to like kind of explore that? And it's okay if you also don't want to reveal everything here, given the fact that other party members are in the room. Oh, you know me. I'm as transparent as a as a fucking window. Like, let's be honest. Um, my plan is to slowly. Okay, you're not gonna make a transparent joke. No, should I? I mean, I am a parent and I am trans. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for the opportunity. 
I hate being in the middle of this. <laughs> this is my nightmare. <laughs> I'm planning on slowly tempting the person I refer to as to the dark side of Arrayus and then bringing uh, Kirbear to, to loving everybody's favorite vampy va uh, dummy mommy. I just look, I I can respect the grind. It's going to be so hard to do either of those things. I think it will make more sense when, if ever given the opportunity, if vampiris, vampiris, ah, vampirism is added, I think I'm going to go for that and try to keep it a secret. I'm going to be taking steps to doing that. As long as you're aware Oh, yeah, I know. You kill vampires. Well, I was also going to say that even if you're trying to hide it, I kind of have a magical demon who is pretty good at sussing those things out. Do you lose your soul as a vampire? It's more of just like Wormy was able to sense that things were already oh, different about you. That's just right. Just you weren't eating that's right. and things like that. Like, Wormy was already able to figure that out. Wormy, Wormy is... will know if Nisa has the sense to ask. Well, it's funny because Sage... Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, Wormy knows a lot. If you remember to ask <laughs> But I think if I know that your patron is a vampire and I know how much you like shit like this, I don't think it would be unreasonable for me to ask about it if I noticed you acting any different than normal. That's true. Especially, I thought the the familiar bat sudden appearance would have given away a lot. Especially. It did give away a lot. <laughs> it's part of why I was asking. Yeah, I think it would also be nice for us to like really solidify like what happened with you and Arreyes and what you know so far. Just because like you outside the game may know some stuff that like mm -hmm. yeah. who maybe doesn't. Yeah, I was gonna go I was reading since, you know, I've been on my D and D addiction to the point to where sometimes I'll just stare off into the sunset with a book of D D in my hands, aka on my tablet and binge. And they're saying like, oh, in some instances, a warlock's patron can come to them while they're having a dream, or uh, they can even make a, a pact without even realizing it and benefit from basically, you know, their supernatural sugar daddy. Was this a pact you made? That's what On I'm going accident? with. Okay. No, not accident, not accident, the dream one. Oh, and now they don't have okay. to dream anymore. Yeah, because I don't think that this is uh, an accidental pack the way that no. you've been. I was going to no. say. <laughs> no, there's no accident there. The only accident there is yeah, myself. The first pact was accidental. Yes. But that's why I also use the Vader line of like, the deal The deal has changed, pray I don't change it further. No. Altered. Altered. Yeah. Look, I've watched Star Wars. I'm not going to pretend that I'm super into it or that I've seen it since childhood. You like D&D, so I'm going to say that's a lie because everybody knows that D&D people are huge nerds, and that's why I'm one. I think they huge nerds about other things. Good I just, point. I don't know. Star Wars, like, I saw the originals as a kid, and I remember seeing like the prequels in theaters and I've watched most of the new ones I just don't think it's something that interests me further than just keeping up on it like I didn't watch the shows or anything like that that's a fair valid and good point but I'm going to disregard it and be like nerd you can call me a nerd about other things I think <laughs> I that's totally fine the amount of D&D &D content I consume alone I oh, might have so started addictive. listening to another D&D &D podcast oh my god there's nothing wrong with that. So, Safety addiction. Ask, how many D and D like podcasts and shows are you at at the moment? Because we've got Dimension Twenty, like kind of all of their stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, you watch Legends of Fox Machina. You 
listen to the Adventure Zone. Uh, you've got other ones. Uh, yeah, I listened to Not Another D&D Podcast, uh, and then I just started Burnt Cookbook Party. So, you know. <laughs> I thought I was an, an addict. I just like podcasts a lot. Sure, sure. I don't know. Let's get them some help. We might need to do an intervention. I don't think I'm the this worst one. This not even getting into Hannah's podcast list. Oh, do you want to know how many podcasts I listen Let's to? Let's see, last I remember it was around 14. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. 21 podcasts. We need help. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway. It's not a problem if I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> that was like me and my drinking. I didn't have a works. problem with it. Okay, your drinking and my podcast <laughs> consumption are joke. very different things. <laughs> I'm making a joke. <laughs> <sighs> so, another thing about food that I wanted to ask, just kind of like now that like the party has kind of been together for like a little while. Mm-hmm. What do you think food's relationships to the other party members, like, kind of how they stand at the moment? Like, who she might be closest to, someone that she's maybe not very close to? Um, actually, I think... I think Faux views them all as, like, friends at this point because of the silly antics that have happened and whatnot. Like, almost being murdered by a revenant, which, yeah. you know, didn't know what, it, what that was, didn't know anything about it, and just figured I could diffuse the situation by intimidating the fuck out of somebody and then the suddenly getting my... immune to fear. <laughs> yeah, suddenly getting my ass handed to me. Um, it, it just, you know, makes you reevaluate and appreciate your, your, your companions more because you know I was like I'm gonna rip your head off and shit down your throat and then he was about to rip my head off and shit down mine and then you know Gregor did ripped his head off and shit down his well I guess in his, his mouth but you know like I was also reading that like tieflings are standoffish until they get to recognize people as friends and I plan on adding that as an aspect of Foe's personality because that's how I make like the joke with Care Bear you were ever standoffish you were that's because I knew y'all beforehand. Well, you knew us. Your yeah, characters. not the characters. Not the characters. Yeah. Your character so, like, has never been... St- I feel like you were immediately interested in people. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you don't have to, like, follow what the typical yeah. racial traits of a character That's true. Are. That's true. <laughs> it's also, like, you do not strike me as the kind of person who can play a standoffish character. I mean, I would like have to undo so lots badly, of therapy. Yeah, like you uh, so badly want everyone to love you and be interested in you. Because I am a loving person. I like, give me your checkbooks and credit card numbers and the streets that you've lived on and your social security numbers. If anyone's standoffish in this party, it's me. Oh, oh yeah, the way you handle stuff is hilarious. Like when Maggie disappeared, Maggie won, and we are like... A grammar is like, I think they killed Maggie. <laughs> Instead of being like, no, here's what's going on. It was you drawing your sword and being like, are we going to have a fucking issue? <laughs> I don't need people accusing me of things I didn't do. Like, you got to be honest. I think that was mostly because... Uh, Gregor at that point magic. well no Gregor at that point really had an issue with Kieran my character and so Gregor was accusing Kieran specifically yes. of killing Maggie and so Nisa was like no 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 this is this is like my 
the Real one friend <laughs> that I actually care. And Lisa's like, Kieran's one of the only people in this world besides me I care about. So, um, do I need to fuck a bitch up or what? He's like, this this baby, you think he killed this, this one's mine? <laughs> this one's mine, and I will defend him. Well, it was just it was just crazy because like Maggie vanishes and all her stuff is there mm-hmm. because of that card draw from the deck of many things and. You know, like, how would you explain that in character to somebody who doesn't believe in magic? And then since my... I don't think I knew really much about it at the time either. Because suddenly it was like... Care Bear getting a bunch of diamonds um, at one point, just being like, "Oh, um, well, sometimes we, this happens." We like, didn't talk about he the deck. diamonds. We didn't talk about the deck because of the very explicitly bad things that happen. Yeah, that which thing was is terrifying. For the best, realistically. I mean, we technically would have lost like what was it, two people to that deck? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If Sage yeah. hadn't gotten her redraw, yeah. Yeah. Would have been a nightmare. <laughs> Imagine if she had drew uh, the same card. She basically did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that, like... She oh, the like, second pull. Yeah. yeah. She, no, like, like, she pulled it again, and it was yeah. like, oh, oh nope, you're, you're dead. Well, that's just the universe saying yeah. to go fuck herself. <laughs> the universe saying make a new character. Which, in fairness, if anyone would be good at that, I think it would be either you or Sage. I know, I've, like... I've, made, I've made four that I'll, I'll have to roll on. Um, I've, one I've already rolled on. It's because mm-hmm. I think everyone just has a different level of, like... Not necessarily attachment to characters, but how okay they are with losing them. Because some people, like, get really attached to their character, but are also totally fine with the concept of their character dying. Which yeah. I think is... I think that's, like, a you thing, or, like, a Yeah, I'm okay. Thing. I see it as, like, if they die, it's like, oh, that sucks. Good thing I've got reserves. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, I don't want them to die. And then some people refuse to let go of a character they're attached to. And then, do you have a backup character in mind? Not for this campaign. <laughs> I, my problem is that just because we are always kind of doing something... You can always play Heron Gone Rogue. We don't have a rogue. I know we don't have a rogue, but that character is for the other campaign. That's fair. I designed her backstory already. I don't want to shift it. That's fair. I think just because of the way that, like, once we're done with this this lichen subplot, we're gonna move on to something different. I feel like I want to tailor my character to the plot that's going on. Mm. And so what makes sense right now won't necessarily make sense a, a month from now in terms uh, of what we're doing. <laughs> Sorry, I just realized, I was like, uh... <laughs> it's, it's this person's really deep voice. Uh. Like, it made sense to, like, have a bounty hunter when we were focusing on, like, killing vampires and stuff. And, but like, vampires are your friend. Not to me. They tried to be your friend. <laughs> and I didn't let them. But what about yeah, like, Dummy Mommy? They actively tried to befriend the party. I know they did. And y'all were just butchering vampires. In fairness, I was not super anti-befriending the vampires. Yeah, Nisa was one of the people that refused to fight Arias. Yeah, it's Oh, true. good. Thank you for not fighting my sugar mama. But that was not necessarily out of friendship and more out of there wasn't a bounty. Yeah, the ones who really wanted to were Manu and Demeter. Yeah. Manu got charmed right off the bat. <laughs> and then that's when Jackson got really pissed. Oh... Um, Demeter, I think, realized that no one else was really wanting to fight. Mm-hmm. But she had a... She had something, like... Did she have some sort of money? Yeah. 
She she had something that she wanted my help with. Right? She had a she had a bounty on Arias. Oh mm. yeah, that's what it was. But Arias is fam. She was not at the time, and she also isn't now. But look at what she's given me. You already had it. <laughs> well, now I got the groove back. Okay. I guess I'll change Bo's name to Stella. Oh my god. Bad. <laughs> I'm cutting off my laugh before it gets to the maniacal part. You okay. Know? <laughs> That's fair. Well, so we've talked about like your like getting into D and D. We've talked about your character. Mm-hmm. What are some questions that you have still? Like even with like all of your deep dive, what are things that like you still have like perhaps like maybe like a hard time like getting the concept of or something that you find yourself running into a lot that you like realize like oh, I never quite got this part. There's still a lot of mechanics that I'm still picking up. Like, as I dive into the rogue, they're like disengage and oh, dodge yeah. and evasion stuff. Um, but also, like, little things pop up that I'm like, well, this makes no sense. Because, like, I was reading about how, because, you know, they have this big flame war online about rules as written versus rules as, uh, as what, R-A-I or some shit like that. I don't, I don't know. I intended or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, rules as intended, and then you also get rule of cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, some of the stuff in it, like, they're like, oh, rules as written, you can do this with, with uh, like, for instance, the bag of holding. Yeah. With, like, a bag of devouring. They're like, oh, yeah, rules as written, you can put one in the other, but you can't put the other in the one. And it's like, well, why? Like, that doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Some, some of it, you I, can tell that they just kind of mess stuff up as they were like, oh, let's make a whole bunch of stuff and not really... Track yeah. consistency. I would definitely say that I would definitely interpret both of those as extra dimensional spaces that would cause the rip and yeah. So die. So die. That's that's I um like some of it just makes no sense because like oh no you could technically put what was it the bag of devouring in the bag of holdings but not the other way around and it's like they both have like portals like that's actually my my plan is if the the party's ever about to be TPK'd. And I have to save all of us since I can, you know, not, I can, I don't have to eat, sleep, or breathe. I'm just gonna. So you would be fine, but no one else would be fine. In that yeah, but it's only a 10 foot radius, right? So you're just assuming that you're gonna do this where no one else is near you? Yeah, if the party's about to die, or like say one of the party members is dead, just make that sacrifice, like, boop. And then whisk that motherfucker away to the astral plane, like... Yeah. Mm. Just be aware, there are other things in the astral plane that will fuck you up. Oh, I'm not expecting to survive it. I'm just That's expecting fair. to... It'll give me, like, that slight little chance. I'll be like that little ant that, like, is on somebody's skin being like, Oh, fuck, the ground is alive! <laughs> I'm expecting something out there is gonna be like, This is delicious! Yeah, mm. I'm not just... Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it'll be like a... I it'll be more like a... Oh, I think I, I think I, I think I inhaled something. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sure like there's like the new book that's supposed to be coming out eventually. Like, oh yeah, like, um, aren't they like astral whales or something? Yeah, oh, it's so Spellfinder, right? I think there's one coming out in a few more months, and it's oh, it takes the it takes spelljammer. spelljammer. That's it. Yeah, it takes the whole. Uh, what you call it aspects. It's like the sci-fi esque, but you still have the fa- high fantasy aspects. I've been trying to get my hands on as much information as that as well, because, you know, I have a problem. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, did you also want to mention the uh, magic item that you were thinking about? Oh, my minty sticks. 
Yeah. I'm thinking, all right, so it's a consumable. It, it'll have like five charges. And when you inhale on it, it gives you dragon's breath. Oh, my God. For like a turn or something. But you have to roll on a save. I'm thinking constitution before if you get addicted or not. And I'm still working out the kinks for the addiction. But it's basically a vape stick that gets a magic vape stick or How would addiction work if it only has five charges and it's a magic item? How does addiction work with cigarettes? Do you consume them? It's more of just like cigarettes are easy to come by. Magic items are not. I mean, it kind of like be like a health potion thing. Like some of these potions are really cheap. Okay. But I'm thinking it's either going to be, it has to be something that's balanced. Otherwise, you know, you don't want like a party of people just being like, <laughs> just firing nothing but you know balls of fire or something so i'd imagine it to kind of be like a maybe like blade ward where it's one it lasts the effect lasts one turn and you basically have to use it as like a bonus action to exhale the the smoke because it can't be something that you like you don't want it to be abused yeah, it could be a thing where it's like, instead of it being like only five charges, it could be a once per day, but like... Ooh, that's an even better one. Oh yeah, I didn't think of that. I was thinking of because it just being like disposable and then you, you know, fire and forget, but then I have to, I guess like you'd have to get more addicted and have to get like more of the stuff and continuous like smoke or something. I don't know, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Planning stages. Planning stages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you looked into, like, negative effects of magic items? So, like, cursed items? Oh, yeah, yeah, because... So, for the stuff that I'm planning, for the the one-day far future one-off thing, I want to make a seductive uh, magic item that, like, like, gives you reason to use it, but you know what you're doing is fucking Uh, wrong as shit. I mean, what was the one from, like, our old game that, like, you needed to kill... Oh, fuck. Uh, was it a sword? I feel like it was a sword. It was a sword. It was a sword. Uh, that, like, would steal the souls of, like, enemies slain. And if you take too too long to kill things, like, if you haven't killed anything in a couple days, it possesses you and makes you. Ooh, I like this sword. If only they had it in real life. Oh, my God. What? What is it, wrong with you? It, it led to the death of a party member uh, because the person in possession of it... <laughs> it's the same thing I was thinking. <laughs> you just suddenly wake up and it's like you're standing over your your companion's like corpse with the sword inside of them. Like, oh no, I didn't mean to penetrate them this way. Well, I mean, they were in a jail cell together yeah. when this happened. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, on a boat. On a boat, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, only good things will happen on the boat this time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're getting up. Yeah, oh, yeah, because we're on a boat on, now. Yeah, y'all are on a ship. Do you have any plans for what Fu's going to do during that, like, I think it's like a 12-day journey on the ship? Well, I'm assuming there won't be a buttload of combat, um, just because we're Don't on a boat. Don't assume these things. You never know. I mean... There are definitely ocean encounters. There are things mm-hmm. that can, like, descend from the sky. There are things in the water. Oh, yeah. See, that's why I don't swim in real life, because, you know, I'm not trying to get eaten by anything. I mean, you're probably not going to encounter a kraken in real life. I mean, you say that, but you know they got like huge ass octopods in the ocean. Yeah, I'm good. There's also the potential for storms. Uh, there's potential for pirates. Uh, 
it potential for other ships where you may make the decision that you're going to go become pirates. Although, I see nothing wrong with that. The fact that y'all are on a larger ship that you're not uh, actively like captaining means that you have less opportunity to like get the crew to like fight for you, like to. Uh, <laughs> I'd I'd imagine that. Um... The likelihood of pirates on essentially a military naval vessel, probably, I'm not too worried about it, but in the event that I have to escape, I mean, it's not like I breathe at all. You could come across uh, enemy naval vessels. Oh, that's true. And then we're going to have to GTFO. Remember that this kingdom is actively, like, at conflict with other kingdoms. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Well, if push comes to shove, I'm going to put myself inside of my bag of holdings after I tell my familiar to fly away with it around its neck. Oh, my God. How how, how strong is a bat? How much weight can a bat carry? How much weight is the bag? I think it's, like, two pounds. Oh, then the bat should be strong enough. Two pounds. I'm like... I don't actually know how much bats can carry. Yeah. I don't think it's a lot. Do you think this will be like a Monty Python joke instead of the flight speed of a swallow? And you're gonna be like, "What's the carry capacity of a bat?" And I'll be like, "Vampiric or fruit bat?" You know, I can calculate <laughs> the carrying capacity of a bat. I'd imagine it's not too they much. have a strength score. No, that's true. I. You would just have to find the strength score and calculate the carrying capacity. It's probably not much. I don't assume it would be, but two pounds doesn't seem like too much. But that's 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 my like. If I need to like stealth around some stuff, like if we need somebody to listen in besides using the bat, you know, I can just like hide in my bag of holdings, and they can just like store it somewhere because <laughs> I don't need to breathe anymore. I've been thinking of all sorts of crazy shit. I think that you assume it's easy to fit into a bag of holding. It's not like a wide opening. I know, I know, I know. I should have got that fog ability mist form, I think it was. Mm. Then I could just like sit in there and just be like, ah. I mean, Matthew will eventually get something that will let y'all turn into like and stuff. Don't you have like a huge ass like basilisk head? It's a dragon head. It's a jade dragon head. Or an emerald dragon head. How did you fit that thing in there? I don't know. (laughs) He just kind of let me. (laughs) You're like, I'm going to put this in there. Yeah, Mm. and and you guys just kind of like, we're not going to go into like dragon head is because I'm like I have no idea that's uh, that's where uh, I got the idea from I was like well if they can put a dragon head in there that's certain I can fit myself in there that's very different than a person yeah my thought is like this is a young dragon so it's not like massive mmm uh because we were like trying to think about like so I think the young dragons are like huge creatures okay so that's only two sizes bigger than like a person so like the, only the head would not be like yeah I don't know how it works yeah. Realistically, it probably shouldn't work, but yeah. I'm not, like, abusing it by doing a lot. Oh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> so you have to remember that I'm still, like, learning silly shit, because, like, when when you're, like, for the um for the retooling, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'll let you, obviously, since you wouldn't have, have known, you, wouldn't, you don't know then what you know now, I'll let you redo your magic item, and I was like, 
trying to find something that I didn't think was gonna like be ridiculously overpowered. Mm-hmm. Something that would be like, oh, this makes sense. So I was like, well, the spell. I know the um, the spell slots of the wizard of the warlock is their weakness. So when I saw the ring of spell starting, I was like, so I think that's probably gonna be OP. But then when I saw the bracers and it lets you use like a. Um, a cantrip as a bonus action. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, that should be fine because it's not going to add the, the uh, spell slots. And the only good cantrip is like an Eldritch Blast, I guess, outside of, you know, for combat and whatnot. And then I, I shot it to Milo, and Milo's like, yeah, no, that's, that's yeah, OP like, as hell. And I'm letting you get off four Eldritch Blasts per turn. Yeah, it, did, it didn't turn. click. It didn't click. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, so sometimes, like, I'll, like, I'll think something. D10. For each blast, so I'm like, you're not getting off four Eldritch blasts per turn every turn. Yeah, well, I get it now. 100% get it now. Hilarious, though. I would just basically sit in the background and just be like, ha 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 ha, or if you had repelling blasts with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you still have the increased range? I don't remember if you swapped your invocations. No, no, I don't. I took okay. that away. Because I, I noticed that, like, in very few cases did we actually use the range. Yeah. But with the spyglass, it just kind of makes up for it because, like, I could fly. I could fly over them and be like, ha-ha, you're all screwed. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm also thinking of... Um, so one of the things I do is I like to just kind of plot out some of the stuff that I have. So, like, with the cantrips and stuff... Um, I was thinking of like if we're ever in an event where because the reason I chose like Mold Earth this time is because I remember the thing where we we're like none of us have shovels and I'm like and then now the party has five shovels yeah well I was also thinking like oh, I could have used like when I saw that cantrip I was like oh I could have used that or when it says like the the whatever terrain I was thinking oh like if it's something that I know is gonna be bad and chasing after so I can put um, what's that terrain called uh, difficult terrain with yeah. it and stuff like that. Yeah, it's really good for, like, setting up, like, traps and stuff. Yeah, that's my plan. Yeah, but the only problem I was thinking is, like, if something goes into a hole, doesn't that kind of give it, like, half cover or something like that? Yeah, so things are, like, you can either have half cover, you can have three quarters cover, or you can have full cover. So full cover, you can't be hit by things. Yeah. Half cover, I think, adds, I want to say it's, like, five to your AC. Um, And then, like, three quarters cover adds, like, more or something like that. Yeah, so I was thinking is, like, maybe I'll make, like, a pile of dirt in front of me to give me some cover every now and then. I'll be like, mah, mah, all right. Blast, 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 blast. I've been trying to think of funny ways to do things. That's fair. Is Mold Earth just, like, an action? Yeah, one action. You can only use it, I think, twice, and it lasts for an hour? Because I'm like, you don't have two active things at, at one time. Mm. Yeah, uh, where I think precedentization is like three, right, or something like that. Yeah, it's like three or four active effects at a time. Yeah, precedentization and thaumaturgy both have like a lot of Of overlap. Yeah, I mean, no offense to our druids, um, but I think druid casting is probably the least of the the three of of that class that I think is like the most useful. Yeah, that's it. Druidcraft, then thaumaturgy, and then precedentization, whatever it's called, is my ranking between those three. That's fair. Because I plan on... So, when you meet my Swamp Bitch character, if something ever happens to Foe... Oh, no. Expect somebody who has all three of those, just to be <laughs> ridiculous. Good, great, can't wait for that. Oh, it's going to be so hilarious. 
Yeah, would, would you like to explain uh, a little bit about the Swamp Bitch? So Swamp Bitch is going to be a, I don't know if I'm going to go with Tasha's yet for the Dark Vision or Variant Human, just so I have the ability to cast Mage Armor, because they're going to be two, two Spore Druid, and uh, the remainder is going to be in uh, Cleric. Mm-hmm. And I actually rolled for that because I didn't know about the whole like rolling for backstory stuff. So that's one reason why Foe is a self-insert is because like I didn't think a shit, didn't know you could rely on that. And Milo was like, oh, why don't you just roll on these tables? And I'm like, oh my God, this is terrifying. I can come up with whole backstories for this. And my plan is for if something ever happens to Foe or Foe walks off for whatever reason, um... I'm essentially going to pull this character in as, like, trying to sell the party, like, trying to get with the party to see if they want to do, like, find medicinal, like, plants for specific reasonings. And they're going to be a bit of a pothead, but they're going to be, like, a, a, a swampy bitch. Good lord. Yeah. They're not going to be standoffish. They're going to be that stoner friend. Yeah. I'm going to be spending money on drugs. You know, that's fair. There are plenty of fantasy drugs. Oh, yeah. And this character's going to be doing them. All of them? All of them. I oh, can't no. do it in real life anymore, so I can only live vicariously through my, my characters. Yeah, like, it, y'all, y'all already encountered some fantasy drugs with the last campaign of uh, Maggie by, buying the slime bulb and, like, yeah. <laughs> getting get a little too stoned. Just imagine that's going to be the case with, with this character. Like, oh, I'm out of drugs. Shit. I mean, how helpful. <laughs> have a really high uh, nature score so that you can, like, Forage and oh like, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, like oh. y'all spend a lot of time on the road and stuff. Like if you go through forests, which at the moment y'all haven't really been through forests, but there are forests in the kingdom, and there are forests if you ever leave the kingdom. It's been a lot of that's deserts. True. It's been a lot of deserts. Well, there's just things in the desert you'll find. That's true. Well, for the I also have like another character that I have to roll for in the future that um I've plotted out. That's essentially a monk and a druid multi class. Yeah, interesting combo. Because of the Astral Monk, okay. where you can use your wisdom for your, your strength scores if you use your, uh, whatever those Astral Projection Arms are. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Hannah knows it. <laughs> <laughs> of course I fucking do. Yeah. Why do you know this? The Adventure Zone. Adventure Zone? There's a monk in a podcast who uses the arms, the astral arms. Yeah, I plan on doing it, but like, imagine a little fairy, and I'm going to be making all types of fairy jokes. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) I'm going to have a field day with it. Yeah, that does sound like you. Mm -hmm. Sounds about right. (laughs) It's going to be like this tiny little, I think the smallest you get is like small, right? And it's going to be this small little fairy. You go with my homebrewed Oh, you have a smaller fae? I, I have talked about these before. Oh, yeah. Do yeah. they have wings? Yes. Bet. Well, two of them do. The pixie and the... Let's see, it's pixie and the uh, sprite do. I don't think the nymph does, but the nymph can swim. Do they get ability score increases? Yes, although I don't know if 5.5 is going to keep those, because you saw how with like this new book came out, yeah. it got rid of the ability score increase. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're going to... like. I noticed that none of the things had ability scores on it's them. It's because it said on the first page that instead you can just choose your ability score increases. Oh, okay. I'm cool with that. So, 
Yeah, but I do have my fae that I created that, like, they are an option that no one ever asked me about. I, I, I have I, my homebrew races. I have my homebrew class. I might go with that just because I want to be able to do some silly-ass shit. So expect some, like, super silly-ass shit. Like, a little, a little pixie... Fucking using wisdom for the for its strength ability because you know I'm, I'm that's gonna be my stat Any that I just don't care about. Anyway, really, they use dex, but yeah. That's what I wanted to do it because it's gonna be hilarious. I'm thinking Fern Gully style. They're gonna be like that <laughs> face. This is a nightmare. <laughs> I mean, is it any more of a nightmare than the other character I was planning, the Joanna Alexandria, who is c- completely convinced that the government is putting potions in the water to turn the grunks gay? Oh my, yeah. You, can't, you cannot play that character. It's not allowed. Because <laughs> remember, you have to make a character that the party's actually going to want to be around. I mean, they're just gonna, it's just going to be like, they're going to want to be around this person, but there are going to be times and they're going to look at them and be like, did you know Joanna believes uh, that, uh, what are those, beholders are controlling the government with the help of mind players? Uh, <laughs> exhausting. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing, I'm like, you can make a joke character, but if the party doesn't like them, you actually have to have a reason that the party stays around you. I mean, we stayed around Gregor and his appearance. Gregor's not a joke character. It's <laughs> like it. At times, I loved it. I love the way Sage plays uh, Gregor. Yeah, like th- there's a difference between being like, "Oh yeah, my character doesn't believe in magic due to this reason," and being like, "Yeah, I'm playing an actual joke character." <laughs> they were gonna be a healer too. Joke characters are good for one shots. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, I would yeah. say if you want to make a joke character, do it for a one shot or like a one or two session thing that's meant to stay as like a one or two session thing. Oh, I might follow that, but just expect it now. If you ever do a one-shot thing, expect it. That's fair. Yeah, because like that's how we get Crunch Pants and Donk has the dynamic. Crunch Pants and Donk? Yes, the dynamic duo. Who names their character Booty? Chris. Kristen. <laughs> Did his character have a huge donk? No, no. he was a little tiny kobold. Why is he named Donk? That's just his name. And Crunch Pants was a big warforged. Yeah. Oh, adorable. They were best friends. They were the dynamic duo. They go together like orange paste and orange so, and juice. <laughs> you know, I'm starting to realize that toothpaste doesn't go with certain foods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does not. Taking those pills for taste has taught me something. Certain things just shouldn't be experienced. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of them. For your dynamic duo, please tell me the Warforged was Robin. Uh, actually, Donk was Batman. actually, Crunch Pants was a maid and Cobalt was a little butler. It was a Halloween one shot. That's adorable! So you had this big Warforged barbarian in a maid outfit and then a little tiny Cobalt wizard in a butler outfit. It's yeah. gonna be like, um, what was that? That group. I can only remember you two because you out. What was. Was it Lady Muscle? Have you seen him? He's a shredded giant dude who wears maid outfits. No, but I love that. Mm-hmm. He's a huge bearded, like shredded dude who's just like, I'm gonna dress as a maid today. Yeah, fuck it, might as well. That's fair. Yeah, fuck those gender roles. Mm-hmm. I will say we're at about 45 minutes in. Okay. Um, so if we wanna go ahead and kind of call it there, do you have any closing things that you wanted to like 
talk about or ask before like we sign off and of course you can always send in questions as you do as i will continue will, to do yeah, and we will continue to answer those in i the love causing that psychic damage it makes me happy <laughs> just um i don't know thank you for putting up with my insanity because <laughs> i'm having a fucking blast like and that's the point is like the goal is to have fun and I try to make sure that I keep a balance so that everyone is having fun and if there's something that's like one person's having a good time at the expense of others I will try to put a stop to it but if it's a harmless thing even if it makes me a little exasperated sometimes <laughs> I would do my best to let it play out I think uh, yesterday or the last game was a very good idea of that like it was, it was awesome we got both sides of the same of like what's going on at the exact same time like we're fighting in a fucking dinner table and these two are just eating people yeah, all just one yeah. person yeah I, I do enjoy when the party splits sometimes because I know it's a whole thing of like oh don't split the party sometimes that can be the effect of like being able to do something that you know that like the rest of the party wouldn't agree with but you're going to go off and do it on your own yeah so I think with that, um, feel free to send us emails. Uh, the email is dungeoneers2dms at gmail.com. That's dungeoneers2 as in the number two DMS. Um, and we will see you all next week. And we have to go get Dionysus to have him roll the dice for this session. Or for this episode. <laughs> Something stuck in someone's brain. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, uh, yes, I am the D the DD obsessed person, which I am. But <laughs> I'm turning your house into a library. Yeah, I mean, I, I will be. I also already, PDFs. It already was before. Yeah, I definitely do not mind if you buy me the books. I will take them, <laughs> but you do not need to. I've been reading Tasha's through the PDF right now, so. That's why a lot of things are going to be Tasha-focused for a little bit. Oh, That's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye, bitches. Oh, he almost hit it with his foot on accident. I got you, fam. Oh, no. A three. <laughs> he wasn't rolling it with purpose, so I don't know if that counts. I got you, fam. I got you. Ready? Yeah, you want right. to roll the dice, We're going to be like I'm doing a game of dice. Alright, not one, not one. We want snake eyes, right? <laughs> Except with one. Here we go. How many times I gotta shake this? Go. Oh, go now. Go. On account. Go. That means a win, right? Did I hit? I I will say that a two misses. Oh damn it! So. Even if we take the average, uh, that that, that puts us yeah two and a half. Uh, I, I, I will think say it's our fate, worst episode yet. Yeah, the, the fates have decided that this was not not a great one. But you know, there's always next week. <laughs> we will see you then. Bye. Bye.